The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! This is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart. Never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection. are set. Pyro's great. I actually got into a fight with the guy. It's a whole thing. It's, it's not important. Listen, I gotta go talk to Roman now. 
The boy's got to go out there, okay? Look, we, it, it ain't gonna happen. Oh like, my God, are you kidding me? I'm, Come on, I'm man! Here, You're giving me the runaround all night. Come on, man! Am I part of this group or not? Am I not the honorary use? Hey, yeah, yeah, you want the truth? The truth is, the bloodline leveled up at SummerSlam, bruh. Roman two times, Usos four times. If you don't start pulling your way around here, Us, we're gonna make you take that shirt off real soon. Now Ricochet trying to fight out of this. Corbin now. Well, what he was trying to do up on the top rope. Corbin doesn't go up there often. Ricochet looking for the sunset flip power bomb. Oh, Corbin set him up, it appears. And Corbin able to block. Now he rips Ricochet up to the second rope. Ricochet still fighting back. That's the, the guts of this man. Top rope now for Ricochet. Dangerous. High risk district. Dangerous. Corbin maybe going for a choke slam. Ricochet, oh, hit the top rope hard. Just kind of throws Ricochet to the side. What, you want some? You want some? I'll come get you right I'll do Saturday again if you want it. And meanwhile, Ricochet <laughs> taking advantage. Again, Corbin is so obsessed with you out here, Pat, that he forgot to pay attention to his opponent. And Ricochet able to take over. I'm mesmerizing to Corbin. He can't help but pay attention to me. And a little bit of recoil. Corbin is go. down and out. Go! Go! Now's the time, Ricochet. Do something that I was not able to do. Something smooth. Something devastating off the top rope here in South Carolina. Shooting star connecting. Is it enough to put Corbin away? Corbin continues to spiral. Yeah, Ricochet. This is sad to see. I think it's time for a hard dose of reality. You can stand up here and give your little innocent, noble, Liv Morgan act to all these people, and some of them will buy it because they're dumb. But Liv, you and I both know that you shouldn't be the champion right now. Come on! It's pathetic. Honestly, it disgusts me. But you know what made me happy? You know what made me happy? Watching Ronda Rousey get her hands on you after you screwed her over. But I, I will admit, I will admit, it's also a testament to how bad Adam Pierce sucks at his job, right? Whoa. Pierce, what the shit? standing here face to face with you this close, looking you in the eyes. I, uh, I really, really love seeing you hurt. So here's what's gonna happen. Tonight, I'm gonna win the gauntlet match. And then I'm gonna beat you at Clash at the Castle. And then I'm gonna break your heart because I'm gonna take away the one thing that matters to you most, and it's the SmackDown Women's Championship. Hey, Rick! Huh? Huh? Oh, 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 not bad. Oh, oh. Hey, come on, bring that bad boy back. Yeah, baby. You think we said me and Rick are just boys? Are you autographing that football? Now my T.O., me and Rick play catch. We're in South Carolina. Oh, Get that D.O. to the 
Cowboy Boots. But Natalya may have made a mistake. Slamming Natalya down, center of the ring, covered by Rodriguez. Raquel advances. Natalya has been eliminated. Oh, oh hell yeah! Kobe kicked it. Kendo stick in hand. Gets a payback to what the Raiders did to Xavier Woods last week. Kendo sticks flying everywhere. Kobe kicked it. Beat the hell out of the Raiders. said earlier, it's a new day, yes it is, and the Viking Raiders felt all of it. Nakamura caught him on the backside. We've seen this before. Kinshasa by Nakamura. The cover, hook of the leg. Nakamura is going to face Gunther for the title next week. Good you luck, Gunther. Raquel splash in the corner and trying to rally now. Does Raquel have enough left to knock off Shayna Baszler there? Oh, oh and Shayna caught her. Karafuda. Shayna Baszler caught Raquel. Trying to come off the second rope again with that spinning elbow. And Shayna Baszler able to catch Raquel Rodriguez. Now the question is, does Raquel have enough to hang on? Raquel getting back to her feet somehow. Trying to reach for the ropes to force a break. Baszler trying to hang on. Baszler dragging Raquel back center of the ring. Raquel able to shift her weight momentarily, but is it enough? And Raquel Rodriguez seems to be fading here, Pat. Shayna Baszler could be closing on in on a victory in the gauntlet match. Rodriguez grabbing the ropes and Baszler though dragging her back toward the center. Baszler's shoulders were down. Now Shayna Baszler with Raquel Rodriguez, his shoulders down. Wearing her out with a Karafuda. Baszler picks up the pitfall victory. Here is your winner, Shayna Baszler. With the hourglass. Damn. 
hell does that mean, Cole? It means tick-tock. The clock is ticking. Still rattled from the shock When they leave it in the box It's enough to call a medically up Stop watch, get a lock when I rock Let them all just hop the block <laughs> Better save your neighbor Put your kitties on now This snake and bad as cold for stranger days Man, stealing some paper But they never call the cops Ex-presidential with a blast Springs bird never had my own flight Miami where the bass is dropping The red lights blink but you chills don't stop Gotta get that guap, gotta raise them crops She popped that top and the cat is lazy Well this rap pack is quite flavored Ignoring 
I'm your host, Jimmy T, and my co-hosts are back once again. Mr. Uncaged Discontended Talent in brackets. You're talking about Miro there, Jeff? I'm talking about myself, but I could be Miro or FTR. As usual, I put too much. No, I'm un-uncaged discontented talent, because I was supposed to be an uncaged, and you unceremoniously bumped me from that without telling me. Um, So I'm discontented talent, which is Miro who's actually discontented. Well, first of all, you're on the Smack Talk, so that's that's what should matter. You no, want to go I'm bump for one show. The original Smack Talk, the original Smack you Talk. You are. No, I'll that's give you this that. Cop, this copyright he's, existed. This he's an OG. He's an OG WWE. to the Smack Talk. And he's in yeah, Australia. You I can't can... touch him. Maybe not even Australia. I said too much. <laughs> well, Jeff, you are the resident lawyer of the PWC. And hopefully, if these motherfuckers want to try to sue us, you've got game, Jeff and Lydia, obviously. But, uh, but my next co-host, he's been on the skirmish for the last three to four weeks, it feels like. We've, we've just done Uncaged, where we talked about Battle of the Belts. He's, he's even in Opinion Haver two times, but I say three times, as I always say every week. But Vet, welcome to the show. And you know what, is this your first time on, on the Smack Talk, or have we done a Smack Talk before? It is, guys. Thanks for having me. I hate wrestling, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Well, everyone does. So, well, welcome. You're home. I didn't hate it as much before the week uh, started. Oh, but I'm getting there you now. I love it. Well, okay. I mean, we need to well, hurry and wrap what? this shit up so I can finish watching my G1 matches from today. <laughs> What's that? Is that, is that, like, is that like car racing? Yeah, it's the one where they got the little. They made a couple actually, movies about it. Actually, Vet. Speaking of the car racing, we were talking about G1 climax. What is going on lately, man? I haven't had actually any time to watch New Japan lately, but is Jay White still undefeated in his block? Yes. Good. I thought so. Do you think Jay White might actually be able to win it? No. But who do you think is the all-out favorite to actually possibly wrap it up? Um, at this moment, I'm leaning toward Naito. I'm cool with that. I mean, I'm a NATO guy, so I'm, I'm down. I'm absolutely down. But we've seen it before. That's the only thing. But it is what it is. But let's talk WWE because we had Friday Night Smack Talk. Well, sorry, SmackDown. Um, and it's a SummerSlam Fallout episode. And guys, let's just cut to the to the chase. Let's talk Karrion Cross. Um, Vin, oh. I'll start with you. Spoiler. I, just, I, I had to. I didn't even watch Spoiler it. Spoiler alert. No, I'm just kidding. 
Oh, dude, don't do that. You've done that to me before and you're being legit that time. But no, what do you think of Karrion Cross or Killer Cross making his re-debut, not only in WWE, but pretty much in the main event picture? Is it all smoke and mirrors? Or has he got a chance to actually dethrone Roman Reigns for one of those titles? Well, before, before Jess says anything, I just want to point out that Smoke and Mirrors has a pec tear, and he's not going to be back in time for maybe even WrestleMania at this Touché. point. But anyway, Touché. go on. Yeah, well, I was just asking you, do you think uh, there's a chance for Karrion Cross to actually beat Roman Reigns for one of those championships? No. Jeff? Yes. 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 Well, why is that, Jeff? Why is that? Um, Why is that? I don't think the WWE does debuts like this. I know that USA has, quote, demanded, end quote, a title back. Um, I'm surprised it's taken this long. When they first did the unification, I said this is not going to last past SummerSlam. It's past SummerSlam, so I'm already wrong. Um, but why would a network be happy about it? Right after it happened, Roman got the, this contract extension where he's basically part-time, which I'm not saying he doesn't deserve that, um, but it couldn't make anyone happy. Then your other best choice, or at least in in their minds, and probably in the minds of a lot of fans, Brock is already part-time. And then, you know, who you, your new star has a torn pack, and you're all reliable when anything else goes wrong. When in case of emergency, you know, call Randy Orton. Uh, he's hurt. Um Nobody likes Seth Rollins except for Jimmy T and uh, Stephen Pena. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, listen. Cross and Scarlet never should have been released in the first place. They did crappy booking right when he was starting to recover from it. Uh, they summarily dismissed him. They never gave him his act on the main roster. Somebody said Scarlet was injured. I'm not sure if that's true or not. He never said a bad word about WWE afterwards. He didn't. He, he took very much the Tommy End, who was Malachi Black, for those who don't know, um, route of being very professional the whole time. He kept. He didn't burn a single bridge. And listen, he's a WWE guy. They say he's 6'4", 275. He's probably more like 6'2". Six but, he's, but he's a big guy. He's scary looking. He's got some of the coolest goddamn tattoos I've seen in that sort of elk censure thing he's got on his back. Um, he's got a lot of great with, tattoos, actually, Jeff, which yeah, I totally with, dig. With Scarlet, I mean, it's a great act. She's a total smoke show. The entrance is great. And whatever. Drew, I like Drew. Everyone knows I'm a fan of Drew. He looks the part. But there's something missing. He's got that hangman page thing where there's just something oh. missing. There's some, there's some spark. And maybe he needs... Maybe he needs someone else up there to up his game. I'm, and by the way, there's two titles. So, well, one one fits Drew, one one fits Cross. I would love to see Cross against Bobby Lashley. I mean, that that all, all of a sudden, I'm, you know, it's fun. Anyway, I like debuts. I like surprises. Nobody was really expecting it yet. I was expecting at the end of August because I figured he'd have that match in New York against Low Key, which apparently was being advertised all over the place. So... I'm excited, and yes, I think that there's a chance because there's two networks and they want titles, and I don't think either of them is happy. Do you agree with Jeff about uh, Killer Cross? In what way? He just spoke for five straight minutes. I don't. I can't well, possibly well, retain yeah. all that. That's true. Well, basically, in terms of uh, 
him basically getting the championship, you know, Drew Drew being pretty much like Hangman Page, which I don't agree on actually, Jeff, personally. Do you think Drew is just missing something? Is he not the talent that we all think he is? Or is he the talent that we do think he is and he's not getting pushed right at the moment? He is missing something. Um, there's something in the personality, which is it's ironic that he's missing something because he's trying to make up for it by trying too hard to have a personality. I don't find Drew McIntyre an interesting human being. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, you know, we all know people in our lives who are just there and don't really serve a purpose, you know, um, for us in our lives. No, 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 not, not saying that. Um, but you know what I mean? They're, they're the people you see at work or whatever. And you're just like, you're not my friend. You're not my enemy. You're just a person, but you know, whatever. And and so Drew McIntyre just seems like he's trying to compensate for something. His matches. I can tell you a good Drew McIntyre match. I, I don't know if he's ever had one, like a legitimately good match. Um, he's had some matches that have been, you know, exciting in parts or whatever, or passable, but I just don't, uh, I don't think he can, that may not be as important to fans. A lot, a lot of times I feel like with the way fans talk about wrestlers, um, they just want him to just stand there and look a certain way. You know what I mean? So he can, he, he definitely can stand there and look a certain way. Um, as far as, um, but as, as far as cross, I think if I had to guess, I'd say the debut is to make a splash. He's going to get inserted in a main event to seem like a big deal. He's not. He's going to come away from Clash at the Castle empty-handed, but then he's going to start the build that he always should have had from there. I think that's the trajectory we'll see for him. Drew McIntyre, I don't know. Um, I think he's, he's like the only credible um, person for Roman to lose to. However, he's also been mired with baron corbin for the past however long and that's really dropped his stock um as far as i'm concerned and maybe subconsciously among the fan base as well so um i'm not excited about any of this really but it is good to see cross coming back and i'd like to say this to before we get into the show proper like you know for all those fans and with all the vince stuff and everything i'm sure you guys have heard those segments of fans that are just clinging to that belief like well vince is just pulling all the strings from behind the scenes and the triple h and stephanie are gonna do like whatever he says because he's really the boss and all this other shit well if this one episode of smackdown wasn't like a direct response to anybody that's been saying that i don't know what else they can do like they, they couldn't other than coming and smacking you in the mouth at your own house, I don't really know what else they can do to kind of like combat that sentiment that Vince has any sort of like day-to-day control over what's going to go on in creative, uh, you know, going forward. Do you guys agree with that? 100% yeah. agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've never thought that Vince was going to be the puppet master. Will they return his call? Of course. Are they going to yeah. see him at family dinners? Of course. I mean, but one, you can't have a puppet master in a publicly traded company. I mean, 
you've you've already seen what a sieve it, it's like with you know information. That's only going to get worse now that the tyrant is gone because you know. Well, and also, also Jeff, you're not going to have puppets that dance for somebody that just fucked them over. Like the last public things that we've heard about Stephanie and Triple H, not too favorable about Daddy. So I don't think there's going to be any any uh, you know hesitation to just say, yeah, we'll take it under advisement. Sure. Right. I mean, my, my podcast partner said my other uh, hammerlock hangover, Stephen Pena, because it could be easily I'm talking about Jimmy right now, and I'm not. He's the one that likes Seth Rollins, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he he also loves Vince McMahon. Like he's like his number one on the on every bone marrow donor list for right. every McMahon. Um, he's actually Did he signed any NDAs. Uh, no, he no. wants to talk. Uh, no. he, he's he's proud of it. He wants to he wants to write books and all that. It's like yeah, everything. But I don't even remember my what my original point was, except that he said, "Oh, his whole thing with this was always Nick Khan." I'm like, "No, it's not Nick Khan." As a matter of fact, Nick Khan was was the concession to Vince to say that everything's not going to go to shit, like step out peacefully and, and we'll give Nick this job. But he's like, how do you know that? I'm like, listen, when when a king marries the evil stepmother and the stepmother banishes the princess to the tower and then the king goes away and the princess and her new husband become the king, you know what happened. I mean, this is the same thing. Look at the people who are on the outs, who are on the bottom and kicked out, and look who's on top now. You know who orchestrated this. You know who came out on top. This is not a, this is this is not a, this is not a coordinated family arrangement. This is an inside job. Um, so it is like I was always playing the, the theme from the, the show Succession, and it would drive Jimmy crazy. He's like, "What are you doing?" And Steve crazy. And I'm just happy to say that it, it's exactly right. It was it's exactly Succession, except in Succession. Logan Roy, to the best of my re recollection, is still on top. But um, but you're right. Between that and Dakota Kai and, and uh, EO, uh, I mean, what 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 is less Vince McMahon than all of that? 100%. I agree, and I'm sure the vet agrees too. And, uh, and, and, it was, and it felt like a completely different show. The only thing I want to say before we move on to the show proper about a Carrion Cross is... I don't know if it's right to put him straight into the main event picture. I know they're trying to, you know, right their wrongs and whatnot. But if he's not going to, say, get a championship, I don't know what's the point of him just going straight into the picture. Because let's be honest, did the fans even react to him appearing? I mean, it didn't seem like it. It felt like no one knew who he, the hell he was. Yeah, he, they didn't because he had clothes on. And hair. And, girl and with hair. Him. And hair. Exactly. Yeah, and hair. And hair. He had right. clothes and hair and a girl. Right. You know? Exactly. No one knew who he no, was. Put on. <laughs> I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, listen, there, there's there's someone that we're all forgetting about, and that is Theory, who's got that case, right. who probably is not going to successfully cash in. But him getting involved as a mosquito and, and foiling any plans is a way to protect anybody from anything. And that's sort of what I think he's there for now. And yeah. uh, also I wanted to touch on was uh, Drew McIntyre. I think he's got it, right? I think, I don't know what's really missing, you know, from him, but he's a lot better than he was in his first run. And if you heard us say what we said about him right now, he'd pretty much uh, probably crack the shits. He's known to actually, you know, be a bit of a perfectionist to the point where backstage starts throwing fits from what I've been told, right? Even in independent uh, promotions and and whatnot. So well, then that must happen all the time because he sucks. I don't think he's that bad. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, it's pretty I think bad. he's 
I've never said he's, he's that, that bad. Me. Well, I'm not saying you said that, but I'm surprised that the vet would think that. But I, I look, I know where, you, where you're coming from, vet. But at the same time, I think he's been fed a lot of shit, especially well, this last year. But that's not it. I don't. I don't. I, I, like when I say Drew McIntyre sucks, I'm not thinking of his stupid sword and cutting ropes and the bad promo. Right, like, of like, course not. Right. Not. Not. I'm not thinking of that. I'm thinking of everything I've ever seen him do, ever, in all the companies right, he's worked enough. for. Well, you know? I think the store, the sword, and the cutting ropes is stupid, but the, I, I doubt those are his ideas. And I'd get rid of him. Hell it's no. Just... And and he and I've gone on record to say that he should have had the agency to say, "No, I'm not doing this," because uh, whatever punishment things they would book him in would not be any any worse than having to carry around a floppy sword and and do this stupid shit. Like you're really gonna go out there and expect me to believe. That on a, a nationally televised program, you're going to murder a human with a sword? Like, am I supposed to really believe that? Like, that that that's your intent for the baby face? This, a, a top baby face is going to kill somebody? Right. The six foot five, two seventy five baby face doesn't need a sword. But, I mean... It, Which is named after his mother? I'm sure that also wasn't an idea of his? I'm, I'm completely sure they're seeing how far they can push this guy until he snaps? Well, or, or they were. Uh, before new management the the, the catch 22 that that i'll give him as an excuse is that yeah the the last time that he thought he was all that and could could stand up for himself he ended up getting fired so he's probably willing to do anything now but the 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 i'm not going to talk about his wrestling skill or anything like that i think he's good enough for what for what ww needs especially for a big man um Mm -hmm. but when he works with sheamus like they have a genuine relationship. There's authenticity there. When he's on his own, it sounds like he's working from a script. Maybe the new regime will be better, where he can he can just be himself more. Because what I think is lacking is authenticity plus menace. Like there's some guys that just felt like they had menace, and we talk about this a lot. Brock feels like he has menace. Chris Benoit felt like he had menace. I mean, Stone Cold felt like they had menace. Ron Simmons had menace. They're just some of you, you look at them and they look like they were for real. Butch Reed back in the day, Dr. Death, Steve Williams, the, not all of them went to the top. Ric Flair looked like he meant what you're talking about. Arn Anderson looked like he had menace. Even when he wore those ridiculous you know, glasses because he couldn't see, you knew he was blind as a bat and you still believe it. There's just something about Drew that just says, nah, he's a Holly, he's a Hollywood archetype. He's, he's, he's not really a tough guy. And he, and that's the thing I mean about Adam Page. You know, not that he's wearing butterfly on his jeans like Adam Page does. I mean, that, that that's saying that's just giving up. That's just saying I don't got it. and I want the world to know. Um, anyway, I don't want to spend too too much time on it because I do go on and on a bit. But uh, you know, it's 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 the spark of authentic authenticity coupled with a sense of of menace that that he's missing. And and I don't know if that's something that you can fake without a goofy character and he's not a goofy character guy no you can't and he even tries to sometimes when he does try to be a baby he tries to make jokes and stuff like that and it just falls flat and jimmy you said it you said like he's missing something but you think he has it no it is what he's missing he doesn't have it you think he does but just being big and jack doesn't give you it it's the thing you can't define it's the keith lee smirk that's it he ain't it he's got everything but it everything looks size athletic ability you know whatever but in and, and even and even a some a degree of charisma but it, swerve 
Swerve has it. The guy looks like he's 190 pounds of, of, of nothing, but he looks real. He, I'm sorry, that's the blender that you're hearing. Oh, I was uh, going to say, I was like, what the crazy. fuck was that? They're right, always right, making smoothies right. and cantaloupe juice. But, like, Swerve is a guy that I that, that is not a Jeff Lippman wrestler. But he right. looks like he has it. And it, it's just it's just there with some people, and, and it's just not with others. I'm sure we could think of Orton. Orton looks Orton, like Orton's the perfect. Right. I was going to actually mention that. You mentioning Orton, he kind of reminds me of a younger Orton, though, Drew. Like, where, you know how you knew Orton had something, but you weren't sure why he... You know, he wasn't the guy yet. Obviously, we know now why. But I feel like it's very similar with Drew McIntyre right now, though. You know what I mean? I don't know. He's a little bit old for that. But that's true, too, in saying that. But it did take Orton many years to get to what he is now in many ways. You know what I mean? Where he finally understands the business properly and where he's meant to be. In terms I feel like of, Orton was the legend know, killer 15 years ago. Or Orton... Well, yeah, that's true. Randy Orton is accidentally better than almost every wrestler that's ever lived their whole career in the first two years that he was on television. Accidentally better. The only difference between Orton now and Orton then is the stupidity of youth and not realizing what you had when you had it. Because he tried to get fired from that place and they would just keep pushing him. You know what I mean? So... You know, it's too bad he couldn't have had the maturity at an even younger age. Um, sure. But, you know, it is what it is. I would never compare Drew McIntyre to Randy Orton in any facet. So SmackDown, now, huh? That's for sure. Yeah, well, let's get into that, as I was just about to. As we get footy. Oh, great. Oh, well. McAfee giving us some comment. Well, 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 what there, Vic? There, uh, there's a... I'm I'm seeing some uh, there, there's a little bit of uh, you know connectivity issues over there. I don't know yeah, what's some, going on in that country that doesn't uh, exist. Again. It's also a continent. Yeah, you're missing it, and and yeah. by can it that you means me that your connection is not smooth. Can, can you guys hear me at least? Yeah, it seems correct. All right. Yeah. I don't know why this has been happening lately, man. Usually my internet is very good. I don't know why the last couple of weeks this shit's been happening, but it is what it is. And sorry, everybody, you're just gonna have to bear with me. But anyway, we get. Pat I just want, I just want us- one tip, Jimmy. You don't yes. have to download porn anymore. You can just click and watch the clips. Okay, you don't have true. to actually download it and keep it, especially not when we're trying to do a show. For the record, I haven't downloaded porn for a long, long time. I'm just putting it out there. But uh, yeah, you're right. By a long time, he means right. 18 minutes and 30 seconds. Maybe, but sh- but anyway, let's get fucking back into SmackDown. Uh, where was I? Yes, Pat McAfee gives us some. For Christ's sake, Jeff, please. <laughs> anyway, um, we get Happy Corbin in the gentleman's era as Happy is watching backstage and Ricochet mocks him about it before challenging him to a match to kick off the show. And that's what we get between Happy Corbin versus Ricochet. Uh, not a bad match, but Ricochet ends up getting the win with a shooting star press as we suddenly get Ricochet getting a little push and Happy Corbin's starting to lose just about every match. Can we stop saying ben, one win is a push? Well, well no, I think it's I've significant it here. Weeks. I think it's significant here because, again, this is like Exhibit A of course correction. Why? Where has Ricochet been? And all of a sudden, here he is beating up, beating the guy that had a high-profile match on SummerSlam. Sure, but he and won that is the guy was being distracted by the guy who beat him at SummerSlam. Listen, I'm not saying it's not. Let's just not call one win a push. 
I mean, the story here was Corbin and McAfee is not over. The story wasn't Ricochet winning. Now, if that turns into a story and a push, great. I'm all for it. I think Ricochet has talent to the moon. Um, he also, like McIntyre, is missing an it. Unlike McIntyre, he's not in a position where he needs to speak. In fact, I don't think he should. But can I just say a couple? You can't stop me. This beginning, the, the, the video segment was the most Vince McMahon era WWE thing. So if, if everyone thought that this show was going to be a completely different format of SmackDown, it really wasn't. That, that was as hokey and corny as anything I, I've seen in the last five years. And I saw more corrections during Raw than I saw during SmackDown. Now, listen, that doesn't mean it was a bad show. SmackDown traditionally has been a better show recently, with the exception of a few shows you and I did where we played the Wiggles music, justifiably so. Um, but this wasn't, you know, this wasn't a great show. It was just, okay, we still only got, what, four matches during it? Yes, I know one was a gauntlet match, so technically we got six matches or whatever in it. Uh, we got the surprise at the end, but there were still 900 recaps of SmackDown and, and things that had already happened. So you could have had two more matches. You could have had the maximum male model segment if to see if that is anything. You could have had, uh, you know, some indication of Charlotte. I, I, what's going on with Lacey Evans? I'd like to know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, why is Aaliyah in that match where she can't even get up from one right cross, you know, three weeks in a row? They're just, you know, so I'm not saying it was a bad show. I'm just saying it, if you didn't know the Vince retired and Triple H had took, taken over, I'm not sure watching the show would have told you that there was any change in direction. Except for Cross at the end, coming back. Mm, my thoughts? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, um, I mean, a lot of what you're saying is true. It's just um, those are things that are at the, I guess, get phased out more slowly. I think mm -hmm. what you're seeing is, and we'll get some more exhibits later, I think you're just seeing... The talent um, that probably should have been used differently, those are the things that are getting course corrected. They're still going to have packages, which is just abysmal, but you know, maybe those can get phased out a little bit or at least switched up here and there. Um, Ricochet is, uh, he would be one of my guys if I were drafting for a promotion. I would always take Ricochet because he is, I, uh, he, he is the aw shucks baby face. You know, I think his uh, I think his promos, like while a lot of people um, are hard on him for the promos, I think you can have one guy like that if he's just if that's just how he is, if that, that's really how he is, which it kind of seems like he is a lot of the time. Um, if you can get him to be his normal kind of nerdy, nice self, and not just have him memorize a piece of paper, but just come off a little more naturally off the dome, then I think that's a guy that. You have to fill that. That um, uh, they've they've needed a real good Shawn Michaels type for a long time. No one can ever be Shawn Michaels, but the kind of a guy that can deliver those main event matches, but also you know get that sympathy and adoration from the crowd and sort of say, and he can do it more than Shawn Michaels could have because you know even Shawn Michaels' babyface run, he's still kind of a douchebag, and a lot of guys still wanted to hate him. I don't think the guys hate Ricochet like they do Shawn Michaels, so he's got that going for him too. I see him in a role like that, that the the underdog challenger, um, and he has been in a few times, and that's probably just because his natural athletic talent is so undeniable that even even out of touch people will be like, well, we got to do something with him. 
Um, but, uh, so it's, so it's good to just like, it, it's kind of like the way I took this opening match was, Hey, remember Ricochet? He's pretty good. And then we can, right. you know, move on with the, with the McAfee and Corbin business, whatever that is. It should be over. It should definitely fucking be over. Corbin should be released and never talked about again, but if they are going to go forward with it, yes, it can be independent of Ricochet. So I was just glad to see it, it just be like, it, this is, these are like, if you can read between the lines, you see these things like a Ricochet win under a triple H creative is kind of like a shot fired a little bit. You know what so, I mean? You know what? I'm just saying, I hope you're right because sometimes we see what we want to see. I'm not saying you're wrong. I hope that you're right. I'm just saying it's a, it's a little quick because the other story was if, a lot and, harder. And but you can do two things with one with one segment. Yeah, and to your point, if this was just an isolated incident, then yeah, I could be like, we're reading too much into this. But I'll explain how this snowballs forward as the show goes on. Well, I just also wanted to point out that not only did we see Ricochet get the win, but we also saw glimpses of the old Ricochet, his old style, which is very much... Shows that it's Triple H in charge because there's no way under Vince's sort of uh, control he would be flying around the ring like he was during this matchup. Think about think about the the NXT Ricochet, yeah. right? The presentation, right, exactly. everything, right? And then what's his con- what what's what's the great contribution that WWE has in a call up? They they have that shitty sound effect of a gunshot. <laughs> Right before his entrance yeah. song comes on. Like that was their that was their, you know, like ah, perfect master stroke. Like you know what I mean? That was the best creative idea they had for him. And it was all downhill from there. Shout out to Facebook user. Ricochet winning is a shot like a BB gun. Like how did his parents <laughs> know his name of Facebook user? Yeah, I don't know, man. Good well good question. you gotta All register, the good ones guys. are taken. Well, to get your name on the show. You need to just click on the link. If you look at the description of the show, it'll tell you exactly how to do it. And then your name will show up. No way, New World Order. I'm not registering with you. Well, that's what you got to do, unfortunately, guys. It is trying to control me. (laughs) You you coastal elitist, you. Well, like I was was saying earlier, Ricochet wins by pinfall with a shooting star press. Post-match, we get Pat and Ricochet have a catch. And McAfee punts the ball into the crowd after... As we go backstage, Sami Zayn knocks on Roman Reigns' door. He autographed so it. He kicked it. Vince would have never let him do it. Yeah, how did they know? never do that before? Oh, well, you just said wow. Okay, well. That was great. I hope he does that all the time, that he, that he autographs things and kicks them in there. I mean, it's... It, a great even story. if you do that during the spots, like when you're at the live show and they're putting the, comer- like the commercial breaks and stuff and people are staying in the ring, if he does that during that, you know, just for the people that show up. Right. But... How many freaking times did they have to show that ball punt, like to his to the nuts? I mean, they showed it what ten or twelve times. Like three is enough. Three was fine. It stopped being humorous. <laughs> Rule of three. Way threes. before Rule they stopped threes. doing it. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, as I was saying, Sami Zayn knocks on Roman Reigns' door, and we as we go to the break. But when we do come back from the break, we get the Usos open the door and greet honorary Us Sami Zayn with smiles and handshakes. Sammy asks how Paul Heyman's doing and he's informed that he's recovering at home after getting <laughs> F5. And then he says he wanted to come and give Roman his regards. They say it's not a good time and they'll text Zayn when he's good to come in and talk to the tribal chief. Jeff, what do you think of the segment? 
I found it pretty funny, but it's funny that Jay also doesn't really like him around, if you know what right. I mean. Yeah, Jay is giving him stink eye the whole time. He doesn't even want to look at him. He's he's acting right. like it's all WWE. You can't look in the cameras. It turns out he just doesn't even want to. He's just no selling Sami Zayn altogether. Uh, and Jimmy's sort of playing off like you know he's like he's like the pretty girl who knows the he's guy like loves the him. Good cop, bad cop, want... basically. Yeah, he's like yeah, I don't want to date you, but I I don't want you to go away exactly either. So he gives him some meaningless job. I mean, I mean, thing is, listen, this is funny ish, but Sami Zayn like you know. You know he's he's supposed to be the paranoid character, but he's also supposed to be smart, and you know this is more like desperate and and sort of pathetic. Like this is one of the things that I, I hope is coming to an end. This and how you just bring up Gunther with Ludwig, and immediately he's abusing Ludwig. I mean, if you want that to happen, wait like seven months, not like seven minutes. Um, so you know these are all things that, that I know that they're stuck in some stories you can't change everything up you can't change every program and if something is funny ish and you trust Sami Zayn and the usos as some of your best talkers do it maybe you just let it ride and and i get that so i'm giving a pass on this but to say that i loved it no i wouldn't i wouldn't say i really loved it well Sami Zayn is perfect i have no notes <laughs> oh man that's a good one well we go to the next uh, matchup, which is, you see uh, Shinsuke Nakamura making his entrance as we go to the break. We also did get a recap of Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey from SummerSlam. But we move on to match number two. Five times Liv we got that recap. I know. Tell me about it. I mean, do they want to fucking shove it up Ronda Rousey's backside here? Or what's going on, man? I'm hearing there's a lot of heat on Rousey again because of Liv Morgan, but... Well, does he not live and then live and Kayla giving it back to the fans? I mean, but they're clearly trying to turn live heel. She comes out in all black. I mean, I, I don't understand what's happening here. I don't. I, I'm not invested in Liv Morgan anyway. But neither am um, I. But I just my main thing is I didn't need to see the same recap five times. Agreed. Well, anyway, we go to the match number two between Ludwig Kaiser and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Unfortunately, Nakamura, I guess, uh, ends up winning by pinfall with uh, Kinshasa, earning a WWE Intercontinental Championship match against Gunther next week, which I bet only for him to lose. That's why I said unfortunately. But I'm hoping now that Nakamura is uh, under Triple H, and Vet, I'll ask you first. I don't know what you think of Shinsuke. I'm sure you, you're a fan of his, especially back in his New Japan run. But could we possibly now get a Nakamura run that he was meant to get under triple h now it's possible possible and one reason is somehow even though they've completely underutilized and marginalized uh nakamura his entire time he's been there he's still avoided like complete and utter burial like they right. they know no, they right. want to do something with him and they right. just Absolutely never want to like like Vince would never pull the trigger on a world title. He was close. He was Tri very close. Yeah, Triple H might. Not saying he will, but he might. And this match is worthy of a marquee pay per view. Like this would be like the one where like whatever your main event is that you're trying to sell the pay per view. This would be like right smack in the middle. Like and also this you're gonna want to see. Nakamura versus Walter for the Intercontinental title because these motherfuckers can go. And you won't have seen these guys get to go because neither one of them has worked with anybody that can go in a long fucking time. 
you know? So that would be one of those things that's like, come for this, but stay for this. Um, it's a waste to throw it away on TV, unless that is the TV main event. That's the only thing I can think of. It's like they make hype it up as like main event intercontinental title. I don't really see them doing that either. Um, but uh, yes, if after this we could, the other reason that it's possible is depending on what they're looking at with Roman, um, I don't think they'd have Nakamura be the guy. I wouldn't either. But that's a main event that we haven't got. But it has been teased, right? For sure. Remember Absolutely. that, like, however many recently. months ago when they, yeah, yeah, he came out and then got beat up and nothing ever happened after that. And that seemed weird. Um, but yes. you can always go back to that and remind people with all your packages. It's no problem. Uh, and and that can be a, a good main event that Roman can have at some point because he's probably at that point now where he's looking at guys that's like, all right, who do I want to work with? Okay, now who that I want to work with, would that even make sense based on who's been buried? You know, so you can't think that, you know, that match he had with Cesaro however long ago that that was anything but Roman saying, I just want to work Cesaro. Can we just force him into this, please? Like, I just feel like having a match with him or something. You know yeah. what I mean? That's got to be his call. No one else would have wanted that. Um, and Nakamura, I don't know how he feels about him personally, but, I mean, that's a that's a, that's a a pay-per-view headliner, too, as, once you rehabilitate Nakamura fully. Yes. What, first thing, corollary, which is not directly related to the question at hand, is reform imperium eichner and and kaiser whatever his new name is were a fabulous tag team it's been said that hunter wants to start refocusing on tag team wrestling they're about as good as a tag team as there is out there put them back together they acknowledge that the kaiser was an nxt tag team champion two-time nxt tag team champion i believe they said on smackdown so if you're going to acknowledge the past, we can acknowledge that Giovanni Vinci is actually Fabian Eichner. I don't care what name they bring him in as. It doesn't matter. And reform Imperium. Two, I think it's positive. Just like Raw, they started building contenders for the U.S. title. They're building a contender for the Intercontinental Championship. So, so building and, and making it feel like something has to happen, someone has to earn title shots for those mid-card titles, makes them more important. And featuring them, even if you don't see them on the shows themselves, I think that's fine. This is That's all good. Um, Nakamura, I've never really been a big fan, but I can tell you one thing. The guy is shrinking before my eyes. People tell me he was six foot three, two six I'm looking at the he's guy tall. now. He's, I've seen him in person. He's pretty well, tall. He, he looks like he's he it looks like he's two inches shorter and thirty pounds lighter. Whatever it is, he's got to start working again, working out to make himself physically look like someone who you can put on the, the headline of a WWE card. Because this isn't New Japan and this isn't MLW and you know even NWA wants their champions to look a certain way. So does AW for that. And Nakamura just doesn't have that look anymore. Um, so he needs, if he wants it, he's got to, he's got to work for it a little bit. He certainly has the skill. He has his fans. Just because I don't like him doesn't mean that I'm blind to the fact that there's lots of people who do, whether they're affectionate for his past work or they like him now or both. Um, so I think if Nakamura gets a title shot, it will be very much like the Cesaro one where it's a quick program just to say he got a main event on, on a secondary or tertiary pay-per-view and, and loses quickly, whatever. 
you know, that, that's fine. Um, but also remember, Cesaro was running out on his contract, and they probably used him partly as an inducement to sign him. Nakamura's like, I'm gonna fuck, and he resigned. He's like, I like it. my kids are in school in Florida. I like the surf. I'm making you know nine hundred thousand plus merch and whatever, and per diem and all this other stuff. So cool. Um, so those are my thoughts on, on that. But most importantly, reform Imperium. We agree about Imperium. And I think Nakamura, look, he's happy in WWE. People thought he wasn't, but he actually is. He's actually happy to stay in the States. He doesn't want to go back to Japan. So he's just in cruise control, man. I think if he feels like he's getting some sort of meaningful push, you'll see the old Nakamura come back out. I mean, the Nakamura in NXT was awesome. The Nakamura in New Japan before that was even better. But this Nakamura, like you said before, and I've noticed that too, man, with him. You can feed him all sorts of shit for whatever reason he's he's sort of been able to brush past all that and still feel kind of like he's got a chance there's always okay. a chance with nakamura one last thing and i know it's, it's the vets turn on this is gonna be quick, quick i promise but him and rick boogs were supposed to beat the Usos for the tag team titles and right. rick boogs is ahead of schedule so you know that's a possibility as well coming back interesting interesting well vet is there any other closing comments before we move on no, no. He's a man of few words. <laughs> yeah, not really, but especially compared to you, Jeff, you love uh, no, talking now, obviously, which is a good thing. Don't worry. Well, anyway, it is an as <laughs> it is. Don't worry, Jeff. Anyway, Nakamura ends up winning by pinfall with Kinshasa, earning a WWE Intercontinental Championship match against Gunther next week. As we get footage of the what was it the 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 vicious Viking Raiders. Pilmanizing Xavier Woods' leg last week. That's right. Shouldn't they change the uh, name if it's Vikings and they use like two wooden shield bolts? Like, shouldn't it be like you know, Lothbrooking or Ragnarin or some some, some different kind of Odinization? Something, just something other than Pilmanizing. That's the in word now, Jeff. Have you noticed that everybody yeah. says it now? It's like Pilmanizing. That's the what they call it—the flayed eagle or the the the. Flayed angel, something. <laughs> yeah, just just give it some some something. You know, there's there's enough horrendous words from the dark ages, you know, ages of terrible things the Vikings did that you can use a different word for them when they pilmanize. Too well, yeah, you're right. But they had lots of, they had lots, of uh, lots of metal folding chairs when they would rape and pillage all those. You know, eh, so the tools tools change. <laughs> Yeah. Well, anyway, we do have a Kofi segment who is being interviewed backstage. He says Woods is recovering in high spirits now, and no matter how many times these nasty, disgusting, crusty-ass Vikings want to put them down, they'll always get back up because every day, guess what? What's every day? A new day. It's almost time for him to make the Vikings pay for what they did to Xavier last week because new day rocks. Yep, Jeff. You know I don't like Kofi Kingston. I don't. I don't like this whole act. So oh, I don't man, like I'm his. Dead. I don't like his concave chest. I don't like how he's got like weird muscles here, and then there's like this giant hole where it's like it's like Iron Man. They God. took out his heart. <laughs> well, it's not his fault, man. Apparently, that's a lot of wrestlers do get that same sort of uh, caved-in chest. Really, show me one. 
I'll get back to you on that because I don't okay. really pay okay. attention to that. But I'm All sure right. there's well, next others. Time you say a lot. Have 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 one example. Well, I, I've read an article about it. I'm sure there are others. I mean, I don't know. I'll get back to you. you. Know, like I you said, know, there uh, is others. You know, all the soon soon to be once again Lionheart's chest ain't looking too good these days either. True, actually, he's got the caved in chest in many ways as well. Not as bad no. as Kofi. He has that's his, actually he has a good example. Plants taken out. I mean, <laughs> what he had pecking plants? Yes. Legitly, yes. Who, Chris and Rock, okay. both famous for wow, that. I didn't know. I actually didn't know that. I heard The Rock did, but I didn't know that um, Chris Jericho went for it too. Sure, he, he knew. He knew what he had to do to get over in that era. Wow, wow. What can I say? I mean, do what you have to do to stay relevant, right? I mean, shit. It is what it is. But you know what? With pec implants, Jeff. Do you still work out to keep him in shape or you don't have to do shit and you're in shape? Like, how well, does this shit work? I, I mean, you're talking to someone who didn't have pec implants and doesn't stop working out years ago. So I don't know. I would assume that you'd want to keep working out to not have, you know, the sagging skin. But for Jericho, right. he's he's almost my age. He's 51 or something. So, I mean, you're going to have saggy skin no matter what. And he got, you know, fat. Everyone, and then he lost a lot of weight. He got in, into he lost shape it overnight, like, dude. Skinny. He lost it overnight. I don't know where he was skinny again with abs. So, I mean, that's like even if you lose a lot of weight over a long period of time, you're going to have loose skin because your skin stretches. And so, right. anyway, so but I mean, Jericho is the is is a pretty good example, but he's also what seventeen years older than Kofi. Something like that. Oh well, Kofi's a lot older than people realize too, man. I think he's turning forty this year. Okay, so he's thirteen years older or twelve years. Oh, older. he's still a lot younger though than Jericho. You're right. I keep forgetting that he's that old, but yeah, he's, vet, he's, also, he's also a slim guy. I mean, Jer- Jericho is True. stocky. He is now. Nah, yeah, you're right. Vet, anyway, not important to, to yeah. This out. conversation is ridiculous. I don't have any comments about Kofi Kingston's promo. <laughs> Fair enough. Or his chest. I mean, we all saw it. We all saw it happen. All right, fair enough. Well, anyway, we go back from commercial as we get a meeting. We all saw it. Good night, everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's it. As we get Baddies Return with Dakota Kai and EO Sky, and that is EO with a I-Y-O Sky in tow. As Sami Zayn knocks on the door again and the Usos need a favor from him, they need Zayn to go hang out in the production truck and do what Paul Heyman used to do in order to make sure everything went right. Sammy scoffs, but Jimmy tells him that it will mean a lot to Roman, and he goes off to do it. Then we get Liv Morgan making her entrance arm in a brace from Ronda Rousey's armbar to be interviewed in the ring. She says she's feeling so many different emotions, but when she looks at the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, a You Tapped Out chant goes up, and she says she wanted to address the elephant in the room, and she appreciates being called on her bullshit. She says the total means everything to her, and she only tapped after she thought the referee got to three. So when Ronda comes back, yeah, we enter in Sonya Deville. This is fucking already silly to me, guys. But anyway, she says some of these people will buy her innocent little Liv Morgan act, but we all know she shouldn't be the champion right now, which is true. It's pathetic, and honestly, it disgusts her. But seeing Rousey get hands on Morgan made her happy. But it's also a testament to how bad Adam Pearce sucks at his job. Anyway, guys, (laughs) Jeff... What's your thoughts? Um, first of all, I think it was really mean to call Kayla an elephant. She's certainly not that. Um, 
Secondly, Liv is totally a heel, so I don't know why Sonya came out to to confront her. It should have been someone else, it, uh, you know, someone useless like Aaliyah or whatever. Um, though everything Sonya said was true, uh, uh, though that white slit of paint there that making it look like her eyebrow had a slash in it was confusing me for a while until the camera focused in. Um, Liv cries even when she does a, a promo and part of her words got bleeped out, so I guess she said some curse words or something. I don't she know said, what she said. It started with an S. She said shit and bullshit. That got bleeped out. Shit and bullshit. Well, I don't know. What a, I don't care about Liv. I, I don't care about this segment. I, you know, we got a women's gauntlet match. Fine. You know, I have nothing else to say on it. I'm sure you probably don't want to say shit either, right? Who, me? Uh, a couple things. Liv does cry a lot. Uh -huh. It's it's actually she her does. whole gimmick. Like, she has, she's marketed it with, with little glittery teardrops on her face. So. <laughs> That's um, true to the Facebook user in the comments. <laughs> yeah. Now, I had a different uh, elephant joke. I was going to say. You know, when she said address the elephant in the room, I was like, oh, shit, Triple H brought Nijax back. But apparently <laughs> oh, it didn't happen. <laughs> I don't know if she's going to be one of the ones that gets the phone call. No. But, You're the Ricochet yeah. new theme. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, this was, um, I don't know. Liv is a heel. She's not going to be a heel so much as just nobody likes her. That's a different thing. And there's uh, my dark horse QAcon prediction. They bring in Braun as her muscle. This whole Cora J with Babatunde thing uh, has really been a test drive for live with an insurance policy, whether it's Babatunde or Braun Strowman. But Braun and Alexa Bliss worked well together. Liv looks like Alexa Bliss. That's enough for Vince McMahon, WWE. Maybe it's enough for Triple H. He wants to bring Braun in. Nobody likes Braun anyway. So you have a nice little heel thing. People want to boo Liv. But it's a way you can keep the title on her when she's got a six foot ten man there with giant muscles there who you know really doesn't wrestle that great because they go rippy rippy, but enough that he can be in uh -huh. matches. So that that is my my QAcon PWC Smack Talk original Smack Talk exclusive. You heard it here first. Well, first of all, they will probably bring back goddamn Braun. I mean, yeah. oh god. Look what fa Facebook user says. Bring Braun in with Sonny Kiss. He will with have Sonny a Sonny Kiss. Well, oh, boy. It's WWE. It'd be Sonny Delight. <laughs> Sonny Delight. Yuck. That's disgusting, Jeff. But anyway, there was... Cody's new also... finisher is the Sonny Delight. Oh, jeez. And what would Brandy. that be? <laughs> well, there was a little more to this promo as... Uh, Basically, she was just saying she was going to win the gauntlet match, beat Morgan at Clash of the Castle, and break her heart by taking away the thing that means the most to her, and that's the SmackDown Women's Championship. As we move on to the number one contenders gauntlet match between Aaliyah, Natalia, Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, Shotty Blackheart, Sonya Deville, and Zaya Lee for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship number one contenders gauntlet match. I don't even want to go blow for blow in this because... I'm not. I'm not going to put us through any Except more for hell. But basically, we got destroyed, which is the only thing that matters. Just get rid of this girl already, man. I, I don't she's know. Had man. A she longer, she's the, had a long. You can't get rid of Aaliyah. She's had a longer run than Stone Cold Steve Austin at this point. She fucking has, vet, and that's the problem. She's been in WWE for many years. I mean, she was in mm -hmm. NXT for a long time. 
Maybe she's another one that was part of the Vince crew, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe that's why she's had a job for as long as she has. Boobs are too but small I don't know. for Vince. Doesn't matter. Sunny D's. Yuck. Like Sunny Days? <laughs> no, like Sunny like Days. Nuts. I know. I know. Shots, you lost the instant I tweeted that I wanted her to win. <laughs> yeah, she, she, well, in fairness, she lost before then, but uh, she'll, she'll get a tag team partner. She'll be fine. Yeah, anyway, um, Shayna Baszler wins the last eliminating. Right, which, again, exhibit, exhibit B. When the hell has Shayna Baszler done anything? Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden... Number one contender. Yeah, you couldn't I, have made it any more plain and obvious, right? And you didn't even want to ease us into it. And if I'm reading tea leaves correctly, this is going to get us to a Shayna Ronda program, either as an alliance, which is what I would like as a tag team, or as a program, which is a natural program anyway. I taught you, but I, you know, I taught you everything you know, but not everything I know. Blah 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 blah, that kind of thing. But yeah, you're right. That is a very NXT. My only complaint about this though is one. When Raquel Rodriguez was running to the ring, she was still trying to do that stupid smile. So that's one complaint. I guess I have two. The other one is I really want more for Zia Lee, and I was sort of hoping that she'd get a couple wins in this. But uh, you know, that was sort of well. Even you know, even being on TV at all is a win for Zia Lee at this point. Yeah. So you, you know, can you can lump that into a you know Exhibit B with the Shayna thing is like oh yes, and here's people that you know Triple H wanted to get on a match. It didn't have to be a gauntlet match. People mm-hmm. could have just left this shit off, but you know everybody gets on TV for a little bit and something to do. Um, I like it, except for Natty. Nobody needed to see Natty again. True. I mean, she's had a lot Natty online, dude. I'm telling you, I'm seeing a lot of like love for Natty with her sister. That's because the, they put their boobies out. That's not. That's not why I, I want to see her on TV as a, as a wrestler. Which Personally, to be clear, I don't want to see her on TV as a wrestler. No, do I want to see her online with her boobies? I don't. I'm not interested in Natalia. But that's why people Jeff. like her. Huh? They're very swollen, man. I'm telling you that. Well, it's as if people much. don't realize there's there's billions of other boobies that aren't right. theirs that they could totally right. enjoy. Right. True. I mean, I guess the only advantage is Natalia is probably horny because she's married to an asexual guy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Anyway, um, Facebook user says in the chat, uh, Shayna winning is the Kevin Dunn project to keep his job. Funny enough, it seems like he will keep keep his job, guys. I mean, seems like Jipple H and uh, Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan, for that matter, are going to keep him on. Jeff, is that, that a good thing or a bad thing? Because I, I apparently, don't, I don't think that he's going to keep his job. It's been two weeks. I mean, I think well, they're just Triple figuring H, out. Triple H has been saying it pretty much in the. Like in the media, that why would why would he say anything different until he's ready to replace him? Maybe you're right. I don't know, but that's the talk right now. I mean, it'd be stupid to say anything. Why 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 let the guy you know quit and make a make a storm? Get get him a severance and have him sign a non-disparagement. I mean, you know, get him the fuck out of there. He's he's got sixty. I I heard someone say that that Kevin Dunn has sixty million dollars in WWE stock. I've heard that too. That's I think that's true. Or he's made sixty million dollars from W. Whatever it is, whatever it is, get rid of him. Give him a nice severance. Whatever it is, they, I'm sure that they're they, the, whoever is numbered twos and threes are. They've got to figure out which ones are just doing what Kevin told them to do, and which ones actually have natural talent, or where they have to look outside. I know you're right. Uh, Vet, do you agree? And do you think uh, Dunn is going to keep his job? 
Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't really know the details of the personal relationships involved. I can tell you this. At this point, Kevin Dunn is not necessary any longer. Because just like what Jeff said, like there's people that, you know, obviously, even in the past couple of years of WWE TV, you've seen production mistakes that never used to happen. So if this is going on under his watch, I don't really know what they need him for. Like if he can't even prevent some of the things from happening that's been happening, you know, we don't need him. Um, whether it's missing camera shots or, you know, going to the wrong the wrong you know, feed or whatever for certain things or just all kinds of stuff where there's, there's been times I've just been like, what the fuck am I watching here? Is this, is this early, is this early, uh, TNA that I'm watching here? Or is this, you know, supposedly the best production for wrestling ever? So not necessary. Um, however, uh, you could just keep all that wealth of experience around. And now that he's just under a different, um, you know, direction, they can just tell him to do whatever they want him to do. And he's going to have to fucking do it. So he is useful in that aspect, but necessary. I don't know. And if Nick Khan is slashing budgets, I'm sure Kevin Dunn commands quite the high salary versus what he actually brings to the table. And he's like, if you're asking me personally, um, I'd throw him out on the street, which is not anything like the street because $60 million. So he'll be fine. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it, it, he doesn't, he doesn't like this. He's never liked it. We don't need him. Get rid of him if you want, or keep him around and torture him if you want. Whatever Triple H's particular, you know, whatever, whatever the, whatever the situation is, um, you know, we, we could see it go a few ways or, well, actually just two ways, but I don't know the answer of which, like, I don't have, I'm not leaning towards any particular one. Yeah, I'm sick of the bucktooth bandit. I should call him that. Because seriously, he's just a power-hungry little dweeb. But in saying that, he was pretty good at his job. But like you said, Vet, there are a few instances where it seems like maybe he's getting a little too old for his job too. But still, I do like his style. I just don't like this, you know, the, the cutting of the camera every two seconds and uh, yeah, and the shaking. Which yeah. just annoys the fucking shit out of me. If that's but, his yeah. idea, he should be fired on principle. If someone was telling yeah. him to do that, and someone forgot to tell him to stop doing that, then that can be corrected. But For sure, no doubt. No, yeah. Absolutely. That's the only contribution he's had in, in recent memory, is that terrible camera stuff. No, no, no doubt. Well, speaking of terrible, we do get a Viking Raiders match against uh, two jobbers, and it's a plain old squash. As the Viking Raiders win by pinfall with a double power bomb, one guy into the other. Not much to really say, so I'm not even going to ask you guys for any. Um, it was a rock debut for Pretty Deadly, though. Oh come on now! I'm not going to sit here and listen to you disparage the great Pretty Deadly. Uh, I will say this about that: um, I was listening each week. I'd be listening like. Are they still new and vicious? And this time the ring announcer did not call them new and vicious. So I was like, yes. But they said finally. it sometimes. It wasn't going they did. They it. said it in the promotional stuff, but the ring announcer didn't say it. And that's yeah. the key. Because okay. nothing's stupider than that. I'm, like I'm acting like that's their official title. I'm hopeful you're correct. And in more wish casting, 
I would like for because I think that there's been so much damage done to them that they need someone added to them. And luckily for WWE, they released two guys who would fit in perfectly well with them. And there's another guy out there who's been released by another company. Who's, uh, I guess they're working on that right now. But you could add Lance Archer, Archer Killian Dane, or Eric Rowan to them, give them a third or fourth Cyan Haas, and, and that could take some of the stank off of them just by pressuring them and by adding another giant body. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, the, the new ambitious needs to go. And it was fun. The only thing that needs to be mentioned with these guys. The, the jobbers is that they gave them two fake last names and they were both like NWA names. They were like like Monkey and uh, yeah or something. Where and Gibson, really Tommy Gibson. Gibson. Okay, right. So uh, so that was that was that was fun. I, I I like when they did it. One of the guys looked a little bit troublingly like uh, James Ellsworth. Though. Well, anyway, I also wanted to mention about we did get a Sami Zayn uh, segment again as he knocks on Roman's door again and the Usos answer he says he fixed a production truck up and Jimmy wants to be real with him it's not happening tonight Zane asks him if he's not the honorary Us, and Jay tells him that the rest of the bloodline have been stepping up and winning titles and if he doesn't pull his weight soon they're gonna make him take the t-shirt off <laughs> god damn it seriously I want him to literally become part of the family but I know it won't happen but it'd be cool if he did well, I mean, um, it, it would help the vet's goal of Nakamura winning that Intercontinental belt from, from Gunther because Sami Zayn has history with Nakamura. He knows all of his weaknesses. I can't see Sami Zayn beating Gunther, but I could see him beating Nakamura. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm just saying it could give you hope. Right. Well, yeah. I guess. We're the artist collective, don't, don't Yeah, He knows all his moves. Uh-huh. Vet, do you agree? Uh, Sami Zayn is perfect. I have no notes. <laughs> okay there you go there you have it he agrees well we get also uh where, where are we so so basically we get another matchup because post-match kofi kingston runs in with a kendo stick and wails something unholy on the vikings shattering the stick across ivar's back to tell kofi he's a dead man as we go to the break and what do you know guys we get in a matchup between Oh, I'm sorry. Are there giant wooden shields not effective against Kendo? Against bamboo? Fuck Divine Head, Jeff. But this felt like a Vince McMahon segment all over again. Yeah, very much. Unbelievable. Anyway, Kofi Kingston ends up winning by pin four with a schoolboy pin. Vet, what's your thoughts about this stupid matchup for whatever reason? Well, it was like we wanted the Viking Raiders to get over and then we wanted them to get under. Right. So it's a little bit like, uh, I I don't think this is really going anywhere. Um, so I hesitate to try to hazard a guess as to why they did it like this. Um, let's well, just they say have been was, feuding the last few weeks, if you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it, like we're already tired of it. It hasn't been much right. of a feud. That's true. It's just been weird. Oh, it's not and, a few. Um, no, not, not at all. And, and no, people right. aren't just... there, and like Woods isn't there, and it's just what? stop it. So oh, you're right. Let's it's all just forget on. this ever happened uh, because it's yeah. not relevant to any other conversation, and let's move on with all of our lives. Well, speaking of the commentary team, informs us that starting on Monday, there'll be a tournament to crown a new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions 
as the bloodline make the entrance and we go to the break are you guys excited to crown new women's tag team champions Jeff? i think I, I think sasha and naomi are gonna win it i think they will too as a matter of fact 100 speaking of sasha i don't actually, guys you don't why is that yeah. jeff well you ask a question am i excited about it? the answer is yes i am excited about it i think it's cool um especially if they build tag teams if they don't build tag teams then no it's as useless as it was before but if each brand has three or four tag teams vying for these titles then cool i'm into it um i think that what's going to happen is that sasha and naomi are going to attack whoever wins at cardiff hmm. okay speaking of what do you guys think did you see uh dan Housen and sasha banks guys anybody Legends, two legends. Legends. Oh, another thing. Would you be offended at the fact that she was telling fans to, if you wanted to take pictures with her, you basically got to be one and a half, two meters away in the picture. Personally, I'd be offended. and be like, fuck the picture. I don't need to be doing that, looking like an idiot. Vet, how do you feel? Mm, well, I would never ask somebody for a picture, so maybe I'm the wrong guy to ask, but um, I think it's funny. It is funny, definitely. It's only Sasha could do something like that and get away with it. Jeff, well, she's not getting away with it. She's getting killed on on social media. Well, she is getting killed. That's true. And right. normally, most people wouldn't care about that, but but or at least in WWE, they wouldn't let you know. But like her and Liv are two of the ones that do let you know how they feel on social media. Well, right. there, there was some fans that were allowed to get close, and others weren't. Ironically, which I, looks I bad, it, in my opinion. I think it might have been a COVID thing, and maybe if you had a test showing that you were negative that day, that, that there, really? there were. It's a, I think it's something like that. I mean, whatever. Knowing wrestling it, fans, it could be a shower thing. Right. Show that you had a shower that day. <laughs> yeah. Did you see um, the Virgins paid by 130 dollars social distance? <laughs> right. Well, the well, Sasha was 95 solo. Um, uh, Trinity was 35 solo. To get them together was 130, so you got no bulk discount. It was it was it was the same wow. price, but uh, yeah, I mean, if those are the rules going in, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't stand in the line to get a picture like that either. Like maybe I do it in an indie event because it feels more authentic, even though it's just the same thing on a smaller scale. Or if I ran into someone at the airport, maybe. But but I I probably wouldn't anyway. I, it's not my thing. That's not what I'm spending a hundred and something bucks on. I mean, I'm spending my money on quality things like, like ten thousand lilies, <laughs> and one Danhausen plush to to mate with them all to form my demonic army of, of puppets. Oh, oh boy! Looking forward to Danhausen plushy coming in. Um, yes, we know that sexy time. I figured, in case you couldn't guess, the respect the dollar made, right. made it clear, even though we knew we had a pretty listen. We have four people who watch. We, we had a pretty good guess as to who it was. <laughs> no, we we definitely knew, and we've had actually we got we've had viewers all the way through, which is great. Thank you to everybody. But since uh, you know, sixty times we've got, I to say, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> I'd pay a dollar for that. the for the socially distanced picture with Sasha Trinity. One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Good segue. Um, I just want to also point out, a lot of people on the net have been saying that she's had too much plastic surgery done. Not that I give a shit. I don't think she looks that bad. A lot of people think she looks absolutely like trash right now. I disagree. Vet, anything to report about that? Who, Sasha? Uh, yeah, Sasha Banks. 
Oh. Oh. Now she looked good to me. Well, I haven't seen her recently. Me too. So I, I agree. Know. I, I, I don't know what people were on about. Jeff, do you agree? I mean, first of all, the, the people is one person. It's Brad Shepard. And it wasn't you know, just so Brad Shepard, by the way. I saw him write that, but it was others as well. So well, they probably, his fans probably agreed and other people disagreed. But I guess she had a lot of plastic surgeries. No, that, that's what the thing. What do you think I she mean, has? In the, that's in the past, thinking. yes. I think she's had eyebrows or not. Right. But everything else has been pretty much the same. Right. She Good. she hasn't had recent plastic surgery, at least not so good. What they're looking at, that picture you're seeing that makes her look so that's the makeup. And that's, and that's to channel the more sci-fi thing because she's not there as sasha banks she's there as mercedes renato known as sasha banks and whatever the character is on the mandalorian so she's there for both audiences so that is like a sci-fi alien kind of um uh sexy time Uh, i'll buy that for a dollar your blush um (laughs) and so no i I, give the blush to sasha I I, yeah. I see her pretty. She's pretty active on Facebook, and she posts like, like current Vic videos and pictures and things like. That. She doesn't look any different than she did before. You know the the recent uh, labor discord. I agree. I, I don't know what everyone was crapping on about, including Brad Shepard. But whatever. Why do we even mention that guy's name? Yeah, on our Ooh. network. But yeah, never exactly. heard of him. Exactly. Fuck him. Anyway, we come back from uh, from a commercial as we get the bloodline making the entrance. Roman Reigns gets on the mic and asks Greenville to acknowledge him. You know the deal. They defend the titles. They win the big one. And then they brag about what they've accomplished when they come back to SmackDown. But a few things need to be addressed first. Number one, let's talk about Brock Lesnar. Roman hates him too, but he respects that man, but he still hates him. And not for why you think. It's because he tried to kill the wise man. They don't have their special counsel here. And I'm sure when he's going to be back. And he wants to send pray, prayers up for the wise man. Enter Drew McIntyre. He says he had to interrupt because otherwise the tribal queef would have talked until we went off the air. And he wants to fight right now. Strange music plays and Drew is attacked from behind by Kevin Cross, a.k.a. Killer Cross, a.k.a. Carrion Cross, as he beats Drew down and Scarlet puts the hourglass on the apron. Cross taps his wrist to indicate that Roman's time is coming. In other words... TikTok and there goes my damn phone. TikTok, time's up. TikTok, my phone is damn ringing. What the hell? At nine in the morning. Anyway, and that's the show, folks. And like we were saying earlier in the in the show, cool carrying across his back. It was kind of obvious before we closed the show. I had a feeling he was going to come back to WWE only because he wasn't signing, you know, with AEW. He was just kind of doing his thing with uh, control your narrative and all the other indies. And uh, maybe we see now Braun Strowman come back. And heck, maybe we even see uh, EC3 and we can have control your narrative in WWE. What do you, you think? Can have, you can have all those guys come back. Yeah. And frankly, they can they can throw Billy Corgan a lifeline and have NWA. And the thing is, there's some talent there, including some young talent. But also you have an instant job class. But of, of, of people who can lose that, that people don't necessarily associate with being jobbers. And that's sort of the problem that wwe has had but with all the releases you don't have your jobber class you're not really elevating anybody and it's probably aw has even though they have plenty of people for a jobber class they still bring in people like mance water warner and Takeshita and whatever to lose matches because uh, they don't they want all their people to have winning records you know even like a matt seidel is going to be you know 14 and 12 or something that to show it 
Um, so, so I'm not saying that's going to happen or not, but you could bring in, you know, Flip Gordon, have him do a year and a half of losing matches and then, you know, do something with him. Or, you know, there's uh, the UFC guy that you guys uh, know from from your uh, outside lives. And Dabo Cato is there as not. No, what what's his, he was Killian Day and now he's Big Dabo or something. Um, Demo. 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 Big Demo. Thank that's you. it. Thank right. you. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, Sarah Logan, if anything, maybe you just want to keep her away. Sarah Rowe away from Ruby no, Soho, who needs don't anything. Don't bring her back, please. What's the difference? You need people oh. to lose matches. You need people know, who take but... the L's. Just use your your normal local jobbers, man, like they've always right. been doing. I mean, why can't I, we just I, I can't have wrestling fans. I've been hearing That's wrestling it. fans exactly. complain about 50-50 booking for 15 years. So you either have to have people who are there to lose or you're bringing in enhancement talent. Nobody likes – like if you're just building up a squash or a monster, enhancement talent's okay for two or three weeks. But you need a job or class. It can't always be taking turns because then you get 50-50 booking. You're telling them to 50-50 book. So that everyone, so that one year Oscar loses, the next year Oscar wins. It is what it is. We'll see what happens. So let's give Triple H the benefit of the doubt here. Actually, Jeff, Vet, what's your thoughts? Well, that's something I've said for a long, long time. Is that you need those guys? I'm not necessarily. I never called them the jobber class per se, but you do need to have that tier of, you know, wrestler where you see them take enough L's and you start to get a little sympathy for them. The guys that beat those guys go on to have the marquee matches. And then the fans are like, Ooh, I wonder who's going to win. Cause we've seen these two guys do nothing but win. And what's going to happen. Something's got to give. And then if you, if one of the underneath guys starts to get over a little bit, then you put them against another underneath guy. And because both those guys are losing all the time, you say, Ooh, I wonder what's going to happen here. Something's got to give. So it works both ways. Um, there's so many benefits of having those people that you're not going to, you know, have them be the focus, but they can help to build the rest of the roster. And then if one of them gets over enough, they can move out of that class. Like all it, you could turn anybody's fortunes around with one good promo. Mm -hmm. That's all it takes. So you definitely need something like that. Now let's talk about crossword. Just one second. Hey. Um, happy to see him. Looks good. Woman looks good. Got the music and the entrance back and everything. Um, those punches that he threw on Drew McIntyre <laughs> looked like the absolute drizzling shits. I can't believe that was on national TV. I hope that he never does that again. I hope he was pulled aside by Triple H and personally instructed on how to throw punches to a person's head because that's something that Triple H has done a lot over his career is punch people in the head and he usually provides his own sound effects. Like he'll go dish, dish, dish while he's doing it. So that's pretty funny when the camera's too close and they catch that. But, um, but yeah, anything but what he was doing, it, it looked like he was like, like jerking off a tiny penis on Drew McIntyre's head. It was the worst, one of the worst things I've ever seen. Um, and if Kevin Dunn captured that, then he definitely deserves to also be fired yeah, for that. Women on the other side that, that they could have been a different angle. But on, on what you're saying, though, maybe a different angle, maybe you don't agree with this. But if you have a guy that's supposed to be larger than life, why do you dress him down? Why do you like why do you have a black leather jacket, which is tight and thinning anyway? 
and a white button down shirt. I mean, he, he should have come. He should have come in, you know, either shirtless in wrestling gear or you know, in a wife beater or something, so that you see the big muscles and and so he looks like a uh, a scary dude. Um, you know, because well, I want I want a guy. No, I want a guy, Jeff. I want a guy to show up in street clothes if he is not supposed to be there. Well, I fucking hate. I fucking hate what he should. He shouldn't have even had the entrance, but well, they had to do that for the theatrics of it. But like, well, it's I, summer. I, yeah, I'm too, exactly. It's, it's very hot. Um, yeah, he could yeah, have just uh, the jacket. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's well, it may be very air conditioned in the building. So you know, we don't. Maybe. We, I don't know. Maybe he got there. Maybe he got there. It was a little hot, but then once he got in the building for a while, he's like, "Ooh, chilly," and he put his jacket on. Regardless, a regardless the, workout shirt, something. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna show up to a building that nobody expects to see me at, and and dress in my um tiny bikini underwear and knee pads and just walk around all day till it's time for me to jump out at the end of the show and attack your McIntyre. So street clothes is okay, not showing off the muscles is okay. Um, it, it does create some intrigue, uh, but you are you you have a point in the sense that he does just kind of look ordinary. I think maybe. I mean, we normally see him with a long trench coat, and it's definitely too hot for that. So maybe that was his compromise. Oh, well, regular she was in an evening jacket. gown, so at least he should have been dressed up in in like a, a, some sort of accoutrement with a monocle or something. But uh, I, I don't. I, I thought I thought the alpha did him no favors, especially since people didn't recognize him with there and you know all that. I mean, and the, the, and the girl. The music is pretty distinctive, though. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and the girl. Uh, Anyway, uh, th- th- this is this is nitpicking. This is, I mean, this one, this is nitpicking because I was not I the was punching doing... part. That's not yeah. nitpicking. No, that was that's awful. Right. But especially since there's... he's supposed to be like he's supposed to have a shoot fighting right. background. Right. Let's a, yeah, and let's talk true. about that for a second too. Because look, I'm happy for Cross. I have nothing against Cross. And you look at the guy, and you got to do something with him. But damn it, he's just everything he does in there is just fake phony wrestling, and he needs to get better at that. He's got the it part. We've got that. He's got the look. He's got the girl. He's got the hair. He's got the jacket. But now you've got to like you. I don't buy it. Like he seems like in his promos, all his self-produced stuff. He seems like some sort of like a weird hitman slash serial killer. But then he just has fake wrestling matches. So I don't. I'm not really getting. There's a disconnect between the character he's presenting and what we see in the ring. Especially with those punches, Jesus God, those punches! Uh, everybody, go look at those punches, okay? Or uh, don't. Even, or yeah, even, yeah, no, you need to. Everyone needs to see this. The fans need to see it. The wrestlers need to see it. Everyone needs to see this. Um, it should be taught in wrestling schools from here on. Like, <laughs> and here is the infamous moment of August 2022 where Karrion Cross made his re debut, and here were the punches. Oh, it's like the the the, the horrid gasps, like oh. Well, well, it in recaps at least half a dozen times on Raw and SmackDown, so a total of at least twelve times that we will see it, and uh, probably once during NXT as well. So, everyone, you will see it. So, uh, fear not. No, they'll cut around it. Just mark my words; they will cut around it. The WWE will, but everyone else should keep this, preserve this footage. And 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 show it till the end of time. I bet they don't. I don't know about that. We'll see. But the, he does need to get rid of the hair, man. And and another thing, he was sweating his ass off while wearing that leather jacket, just quietly. So, I mean, seriously, shave the head again, Kev. 
and you'll be off to the races. There's so many bald again. guys, though, Jimmy. Oh, sorry. There's that's so, right. many so many bald, bald guys. guys. Well, like, in his case, some by necessity, most by necessity. I mean, look at these guys. Uh, when you think about it, I mean, come on. Just yeah. saying. I mean, <laughs> I mean the club for men. Come, right? <laughs> How are their well, punches? Look. Well, Talk about right, a guy who his sense. matches are, are disconnected from his promos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But um, look, I just hope they look. I get why they're trying to do everything right by him. I just hope this shit all makes sense because he could be the guy. Look, is it possible we get a triple threat match at, at Clash of the Castle, Vet? Yeah, it's possible. I would say it's yes. almost certain. Okay, I think so too. But whether he wins the championship i don't know well time will tell and that's and that's in september it's like september yeah, 3rd I or something so they got time yeah, straight first things once september, september 4th. Hits, bang the first weekend right okay. so yeah we'll see what happens i mean i don't know but does drew look personally i think roman reigns will end up retaining anyway man yeah in my opinion nothing not, not both titles anyway. i think only one yeah, title so. on the line at cardiff so Whatever that so, title uh, will be lost. All right. We'll say that's the case, Jeff. So who's the more likely to to get that 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 championship? Is it Drew? Is it is it Theory or is it Cross? Okay. I mean, if Drew's going to win, it makes sense for it to be Drew in front of a semi-hometown crowd, even though Wales and Scotland isn't the same thing. That's right. It is. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for recognizing me, whoever you are. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't think he is. I think he's going to be, I think Drew is going to be screwed there to make him more baby facey and make whoever's supposed to be the heel, the heel. And I do think Austin theory will play some role in it so that everybody is protected. Uh, but it will be an unsuccessful cash in that, that much. I'm pretty sure of. Oh, you're frozen or I'm frozen. Oh, can you hear me now? I can, and 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 uh, Amy is moving. John, okay. he's moving. He looks, he looks, he's comatose. No, this is I. I was perfect the whole time. I just have that face where I just sit there, stone faced. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I just don't know about this whole. I kind of like an undisputed champion, just because I thought they just had him carry around two belts because they were too lazy to make another one and cheap. Um, hmm. So we're really saying we're defending these titles individually, even though they haven't been since the unification. Is that what you're saying? It, you're do we network. really think? Do we really think that we care if USA wants their own champion? Since yeah. when do we care what USA wants? They they clearly haven't cared what USA. I'm sure USA wanted a nice show with good ratings for a long time too. Um, they they don't care about giving USA what they want. Uh, what they should do if they should if USA wants a champion, they should they should pony up whatever Roman wants to have to appear on their show more often. Then, well, Roman's Roman's getting Hollywood offers that they can never match. But who who who's offering care? Roman Reigns Hollywood movies? He was in one fucking movie because of his cousin. No, he's been. In, I've, I've actually seen him in other movies, but he's 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 getting what movies? Name ten. I can't name ten. I, I you can't name, name one. Movies, they weren't in the MCU. I mean, or, or it weren't from nobody, the 70s. Ain't nobody anyway, calling Roman Reigns. Fuck. I, I guarantee you they are. 
in, in five years, you'll see. Anyway, um, the fuck we were talking about. About who's uh, the, the undisputed one? championship and how there doesn't right. need to oh, be two. Who who cares what USS USA is owned by Comcast? Between those two networks, they are paying them two billion dollars, and and one of those billion dollars is just to lease the WWE network for five years, not even to own it. So Dude. yeah, they're gonna care because they want to keep those deals renewing and getting bigger. So yes, they're gonna care what, what they think. Uh, well, well, again, again, I'm saying the proof is nowhere to be seen that they care. It, it was they, true, Yari. Hey, that is true, me, too. Oh, Thank you, Drew. Drew Shout out to Drew Yari. Pick out his shirt. No, I, I, I am under no, I am under no, um, I, I completely believe that the WWE should care what they think. They just don't act like it. And they never have. They always do whatever the hell they want to do. So well, we'll see if that changes. Three hours is USA's idea, but do they, but do they really want to, um, like does 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 anybody? Can you imagine any executives working at USA being a big a mark enough to say we want our own champion? Like, do they really think like that? Do they really think like Twitter fans or something? He some does shit? have a point. He actually does have a point, Jeff, because there really hasn't been any proof about the networks really saying that shit. That's just what the dirt sheets fucking. I'm say. just asking. No, this is what I'm saying. But think, think about, think about, if you have Happy Days and you spin off Joni Loves Chachi, you don't have Fonzie as the as the star of both shows. Going, God, I'm dating myself here. Um, yeah, I can't relate to this. Right. Okay. All right. So, uh, okay, you, Melrose Place and uh, what? Model Inc. Show. Oh, I still love Melrose Place. Come on. All right. Uh, you you don't have Amanda, you know Heather Locklear's character being the star of both and only being on both of them sporadically. You want your she star. Was also, on she was both always billed as special guest starring. By the way, these are these are your these are your headliners. You want a star on each show, a special attractions like a Brock, and if that's what Roman's going to be, fine, so be it. He's he's earned it. But yeah, you you these are TV shows. You you want your star. You want a star on each TV show. These are shows. These are these are sports on TV. They are not scripted dramas like what you're talking about. Therefore, therefore the rules do not apply. They're supposed to be sports. They're more sports than they're more sports than Happy Days. They're more sports than Melrose Place. I I agree one hundred percent with the vet on that one. I've always said they're less sports than so you think you can dance. It's perceived. No, hold on a minute. But it's perceived as a live sport. That's what they're going for, right? By who? Is it not? By them. That's no, how it's they perceived actually. Perceived as a live event. A live event that the, the audience not... doesn't know the. It's yeah. green. It's green on your DVR. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's 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 not it's not, it's not a sport. Shooting. Well, it's, it's sports. I think it is sports too. I mean, at the end of the day, sure, it's predetermined. That's why it's not a sport, right? That doesn't yeah. mean it's not competitive, though. We're not having a conversation if wrestling is real or not, or if it's real sports no. or not, or if it's real competition or not. What I'm talking about is the programming, the programming style. Right. Melrose right. Place wasn't right. filmed live with a camera. Right. Joni Loves Chachi was not filmed live with a camera. These are two different things. And filmed people live can't... before a studio audience. You think that laughter was fake? It, wow. But it was it, it was it was taped regardless. But they the point is it was nineteen seventy nine. It was it was, it was, it was a television scripted. show that's live though, Jeff. 
I know what he's saying. I, yeah, I, I know the distinction he is he is trying to draw. right, but but I'm the main but that's a side that's a sidebar. The the main question I have is like, how do the executives really look at this? Do you think they even have time to watch this? Because fans don't even have time to watch this. They're like, fuck it, I ain't watching three hours of raw. You think anybody at USA is watching three hours of raw? Yeah. Or is it somebody? Is it some intern's job to 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 watch the the raw and then report to somebody else and say, hey. Uh, we don't have our own champion. <laughs> you are, it, it's the number one show on USA, and it's the number one property on Peacock. So yes, it is somebody's job to maybe not watch it, but at least keep track of what's going on. <laughs> don't watch it. I, I follow several Twitter accounts. I think I can tell my bosses what they need to hear. Well, maybe you should apply to to Comcast Universal. Maybe they could they could use a man like you. I'm sure. Um, but so but I, I but yeah whether it matters or not in ratings I, I have no idea whether it matters but there you know Roman draws people Rock draws people I you know I don't Drew didn't Randy Orton didn't sadly Lashley didn't I mean you know it's it, the title by itself doesn't bring bring something but every now and then you you hit lightning and you don't always know where it's going to be. I like this. This is a good way to end the show, guys. And I think we can have a, a real debate about this for another hour easily. But I the think it's time we should take a sausage debate. It's definitely a sausage debate. But uh, you know what, guys? We have done an hour and 30 minutes, minutes just about. So I think we should take it home. And Jeff, tell them where they can find you, man. On Twitter, at IcarusFellMD. Um, when I'm not on a show with Jimmy on his various networks and places, um, I'm on the Hammerlock Hangover with Steve and Pena. That's our wrestling podcast. Uh, and my non-wrestling podcasts are Garden of Doom and Garden Views. Both are on the Garden of the Doom feed. Both are featured here on the PWC. Um, Garden of the Doom is esoteric, mythology, theosophy, uh, religion, history, alternative history, cryptids, UFOlogy, stuff like that. Garden Views is more policy and legal based. Uh, we did a show this week on cannabis law. I've been doing a lot of stuff on law of the space. And I'm happy to say I'm talking with the people of the Space Court Foundation. I may I may become their of counsel and be a non-voting member of their board of directors. So really? I'm really excited about that. Congratulations. It's it's a it's a might. It's a it's a it's not a it's not a it's an if, not a when, but it, but it's still cool. That is pretty cool, man. That's that's great news. Yeah. Uh Vit, tell them where they can find you, my man. Well, I'm all over Channel Attitude for Hami Media Group. You can catch me on the Next Level Wrestling Review with Big Ray Hernandez. You can catch me on the Impact Attack with uh, sometimes Colin and, uh, and and with Brandon there. Um, and, uh, you know, I pop in on uh, Rampage Uncaged. Like, I may or may not be on the most recent episode. You'll just have to tune in to find out. Put the coffee down and get you a Channel Attitude subscription for a month. Um Absolutely. And I'd be popping up all over the PWC lately. Uh, yeah, you can find me on yeah. the Wednesday Night Skirmish, <laughs> I guess. And, uh, you know, uh, here, right, right here with these fine gentlemen here on the uh, Friday Night Smack Talk, um, which is with starring Lily. Um, but that's a Raw superstar. So I don't, I think you should put her away, Jeff. Uh, and uh, I don't know what the USA execs would feel about this. Or um, Anyway. Uh, yeah, um, all social media at Opinion Haver. If it's not me, um, then, uh, yeah, just, just check and make sure it's the real me, but it's probably me. You can tell by I have that little weird 
uh, icon character, and uh, if you don't see that, then it's not me. That was pretty interesting, quality bit. And uh, yeah, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at the PWC Network and also at DJ Mass Effects. Please like and subscribe right here at the PWC Network.popping.com where you can find all our shows. Also, channelattitude.com for five bucks, like the vet said. You can get us once again on numerous other shows. Also, uh, the blowoffpod.com, PW Hustle Networks, and Hamoon Media Group. In saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's Jeff Lindman, and that's the vet. And you've been listening and watching the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk right here on the PWC Network. See you. Stable, my friends. from the shock when they leave it in the box it's enough to call a medically up stop watch get it locked when i rock let them all just hop the block <laughs> better save your name but your kitties all know the snake and bad is code for stranger things man stealing some babe but they never call the cops ex-presidential with a blast strange bird never had my own flock miami where the basers drop and the red lights blink but your chills don't stop gotta get that guap gotta raise them class she popped that top and the cat is blazing what this rap pack is quite flavored sammy davis in a manger
these are adults. These are oh, no, children. not from up there. From the second rope. Splat! <laughs> and another tag. I want to be a WWE superstar, these two said. Then they get the chance, oh, to fight the Viking Raiders. Now, Chase. Boys, thanks Boys. for coming, guys. Hey, it's all taken care of. I went to the production truck. Graphics are set. Pyro's great. I actually got into a fight with the guy. It's a whole thing. It's yeah. it's not important. Listen, I gotta go talk to Roman now. The boys gotta go out there, okay? Look, so we, it, it ain't gonna happen. Oh like, my god, are you kidding me? I'm, Come on, I'm man. You're giving you? me the runaround all night. Come on, man. Am I part of this group or not? Am I not the honorary use? Hey, yeah, 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 you want the truth? The truth is, the bloodline leveled up at SummerSlam, bruh. Roman two times, Uso four times. If you don't start pulling your way around here, Roos, we're gonna make you take that shirt off real soon. Now Ricochet trying to fight out of this. Corbin now. What he was trying to do up on the top rope. Corbin doesn't go up there often. Ricochet looking for the sunset foot power bomb. Uh, Corbin set him up, it appears. And Corbin able to block. Now he rips Ricochet up to the second rope. Ricochet still fighting back. That's the, the guts of this man. Top rope now for Ricochet. Dangerous. High risk district. Dangerous. Corbin maybe going for a choke slam. Ricochet, oh, hit the top rope hard. Just kind of throws Ricochet to the side. What, you want something? You want something? I'll come get you right I'll do Saturday again if you want it. And meanwhile, Ricochet taking advantage. Again, Corbin is so obsessed with you out here, Pat, that he forgot to pay attention to his opponent. And Ricochet able to take over. I'm mesmerizing to Corbin. He can't help but pay attention to me. And a little bit of recoil. Corbin is go, down and out. Go! Go! Now's the time, Ricochet. Do something that I was not able to do. Something smooth. Something devastating off the top rope here in South Carolina. Shooting star connecting. Is it enough to put Corbin away? Corbin continues to spiral. Yeah, Ricochet. This is sad to see. I think it's time for a hard dose of reality. You can stand up here and give your little innocent, noble, Liv Morgan act to all these people, and some of them will buy it because they're dumb. But Liv, you and I both know that you shouldn't be the champion right now. Come on! It's pathetic. Honestly, it disgusts me. But you know what made me happy? You know what made me happy? Watching Ronda Rousey get her hands on you after you screwed her over. But I, I will admit, I will admit, it's also a testament to how bad Adam Pierce sucks at his job, right? Whoa. Pierce, ricochet. But Liv, standing here face to face with you this close, looking you in the eyes, 
I, uh, I really, really love seeing you hurt. So here's what's gonna happen. Tonight, I'm gonna win the gauntlet match. And then I'm gonna beat you at Clash at the Castle. And then I'm gonna break your heart because I'm gonna take away the one thing that matters to you most, and it's the SmackDown Women's Championship. Hey, Rick! Huh? Huh? Oh, 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 oh. not bad. Oh, well. Hey, come on, bring that bad boy back. Yeah, baby. You think we said me and Rick are just boys? Are you autographing that football? Yeah, my T.O. Me and Rick play catch. We're in South Carolina. Get that T.O. autograph in cowboy boots. But Natalya may have made a mistake, slamming Natalya down, center of the ring, covered by Rodriguez, Raquel advances. Natalya has been eliminated. Oh, oh hell yeah! Harvey Kingston, kendo stick in hand, gets a payback to what the Raiders did to Xavier Woods last week. Kendo sticks flying everywhere. Kobe Kingston beat the hell out of the Raiders. Kobe said earlier, it's a new day. Yes, it is. And the Viking Raiders felt all of it. Nakamura caught him on the backside. We've seen this before. Kinshasa by Nakamura, the cover, hook of the leg. Nakamura is going to face Gunther for the title next week. Good you luck, Gunther. Shinsuke Nakamura! Oh, Raquel splashing the corner and trying to rally now. Does Raquel have enough left to knock off Shayna Baszler there? Oh, oh and Shayna Carter, Karamuda. Shayna Baszler caught Raquel, trying to come off the second rope again with that spinning elbow. And Shayna Baszler able to catch Raquel Rodriguez. Now the question is, does Raquel have enough to hang on? Raquel getting back to her feet somehow. Trying to reach for the ropes to force a break. Baszler trying to hang on. Baszler dragging Raquel back center of the ring. Raquel able to shift her weight momentarily, but is it enough? And Raquel Rodriguez seems to be fading here, Pat. Shayna Baszler could be closing on in on a victory in the gauntlet match. Rodriguez grabbing the ropes and Baszler dragging her back toward the center. Baszler's shoulders were down. Now Shayna Baszler with Raquel Rodriguez, his shoulders down. Wearing her out with a Carafuda. Baszler picks up the pitfall victory. Here is your winner, Shayna Baszler.
It isn't, is it? McIntyre assaulted and ambushed him. Pat, that can't be, is it? Karrion Cross? Was that? Ah! Yes! Karrion Cross is back and he's attacked McIntyre. What the hell? Roman Reigns looking on, the Usos looking on. Karrion Cross, a former NXT champion, has returned. And there's Scarlett with the hourglass. The hell does that mean, Cole? It means tick-tock. The clock is ticking. For the video game connection join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear join ivan big tom and myself as we review the latest games up-to-date gaming news and game previews all in comedic form it's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs 
Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart. Never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! The PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.